Hi, everybody. Welcome to, welcome back to A Therapist and a Lawyer Walk Into a Bar. I am Caitlin, one of your co-hosts and also a therapist. And joining me tonight, as ever, is John Bon Jovi, my husband. Shout, I'm living on a prayer. <clears throat> oh, I would have gone. Uh, what is it? It's now or never. Man, we've never done a duet to that, but now we have. Oh, we could. That should be a good karaoke song for us. Yeah, that's John. He's the lawyer. And we're, I, I feel like I've never mentioned this explicitly before, but we're married. We're a couple. Um, You've called me your husband. Yeah, I guess that's true. My husband, right? Duh. Okay. Uh, and this is our podcast where we talk about a little bit about a newsletter that I write over on Substack called Dialoguing. And Lenovo is trying to fuck everything up. And last week we were off because we had all sorts of interference from our little, we call him Budger, short for, or a plan booger mm-hmm. uh, but tonight it's we're recording at 7:25 p.m. and he is fast asleep because there's something wrong with him we don't know what it is this kid is asked to go to sleep two times today mm-hmm. um, doesn't happen that is not a is, yeah i mean in the last couple of years experience. that has not happened when he was like still using a passy he would want to go to sleep but this is yeah, I hope he's okay. Hopefully we're not, like, laughing about something seriously wrong with him. It's probably just a cold, but I have not seen him this, I mean, could barely keep his I think eye. he's. I think he's just, like, it, it's like, probably a cold. Okay. But I think it's the exhaustion of a week and a half of mm-hmm. broken routine. You said it the other day, mm-hmm. which I think is so true, that <clears throat> children... Structure and routine. Love structure. And it's yeah. been a week and a half of no structure... Like him not knowing what's up, what's not, no wait a nap. second, you know, where, <clears throat> where are all my teachers, where's, where's Miss Marianne bringing my lunch, Damn. you know, like there's a lot of. And he truly has, he stopped napping and he's been staying up until like nine thirty ten, and waking yeah. up when we wake up. I mean, he's been getting as much sleep as we've been getting, which is not appropriate for a four year old. Um, but you also can't make them sleep. So it's like. You know, but I think it's caught up with him. Hopefully, it's just a like a little cold. Um, and he's like already at the age where I'll be like, "Okay, like, how are you feeling? Like, what hurts?" And he's like, "Stop talking to me!" And I'm like, "Already? Like, oh." He's at he's at the end of like a Las Vegas rager. Yeah, right. He's like, and he's yeah. like, I haven't slept. Mm-hmm. I just get away from me. Mm-hmm. I just need to sleep. I mean, that's a more generous way of looking at it. And I, I know that feeling of having a parent or someone like, I feel like I'm doting and he feels like I'm suffocating him. And I know that feeling like my parents would do that to me of like, are you cold? Do you need this? Are you still And it's like, I both can now see both sides of that equation. Yet, I mean, that was a big part when I was going through Crohn's in high school. I was like, after that happened, I was like, how do you feel? Are you okay? Uh-huh. And, you, and I began to just hate that uh-huh. question. Yeah, Are you, you okay? You don't like when I ask you that. Are I okay? Like, 
I don't know. Are my okay? Are I okay? Are are I okay? Am I okay? Am I okay? There we go. Andy, are you okay? Andy, are you okay? Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I would, it would grow to just hate it. I know, but what's it better? How are you feeling? No. None just of it's good. You don't want to leave yeah. me the fuck alone. When I said to him today, I said, okay, I'll stop asking, but I, you have to, like, you know, I'll trust that you'll tell me if something's wrong. And that's not a thing you should say to a four-year-old. Like, like what? And that's, I read somewhere recently that, like, it's exactly this age. I can't remember where it was that I heard this, but they were saying exactly four years old. Um, oh, it was on Glennon Doyle's podcast. You can do hard things. Their interview with, I think her name's Linda Gibson. I'm going to talk about it in a future newsletter. But she was saying that age in particular, like, they have just enough language to make you think that you can reason with them. But you really, really cannot, should not, like, and I I am guilty of that so often where I'm like, yeah, he gets it. Like, if I say to him, I trust that you'll tell me if you're not feeling well, it's like, the joke's on me, stupid. Yeah, I mean, this is the same kid who had a gift certificate and he was like, and you're showing him what to buy on Amazon and he's like, oh, light up, two light up samurai swords? Yes, please. That are shaped like sharks? Yeah. Well, and I, and I offered him on. two very reasonable options, which were to like fill in gaps of toys he already has. And he was like, no, ma'am. Yeah. It, it, it's like what we've talked about. And what I think people have said it's like toddlers are drunk people. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. you know. No, they're not just drunk people. They're drunk people on their 21st birthday and have gone out only a handful of times. Like, the stubbornness, today is the only day. Like, every, it's, yeah, it does help, though, when they're, like, having a full on, like, meltdown to just be like, yeah, this is a drunk. And what would you do with a drunk person? You would just be like, you just want to get them home safely. Like that's that's my objective. Once we reach that part, Kitchen. and tonight he was so oh god, it was like heartbreaking. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, we're having a weird. I was telling John, I whenever we're doing something other than what we would typically be doing, so this comes up on nights where like we have date night and we're not doing what we usually do with him. I feel this like. What did I forget? Like, it just, I feel not restless. It just, I feel like I forgot something because I'm usually doing something else for the next hour and a half. Yeah, you're like Kevin McAllister's mom. Exactly. What did I forget? Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin! Oh my God, that was really. Was it dead on? Um, no, the, like, the script. That was. Oh. Okay. Um, I mean, that's what she does when she's on the plane. It's like it's true. I can't wait to listen to that on side the by replay side. while I edit. Yeah, do a side by side if you can. Edit as as if I know how to do that. Uh, once we bring on our sound engineer Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, he can help me with that. Okay. What was I going to say? Anyway, it's so funny. Like I was thinking, I've been thinking about this a lot because he's been staying up later. That you know, people talk a lot about. It, 
I didn't anticipate how affecting it would be to go from, I can't remember when he went to bed at 7.30 and like before that it was even 6.30, but there were like years where we had two to three hours in the evening after he went to bed together. And the 8.30 thing I think has been the last six months. Like I, I don't think that's been a full year, but it's like, I wrote about that a little bit in this this week's newsletter, which was about my favorite things from 2023, books, TV, newsletters, podcasts. Which number of them were from 2022 or 2020? Listen, listen, so, listen. Things that moved. You did. In, things that moved me yeah. in this year. And I talked about Abbott Elementary that we have just started dipping our toe into. And um, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the train. Bang our toe into? Dip our toe into. Did I say bang? You said bang. Did I really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've had a day. I've had uh, 10 days. Yeah. 10 days I've, in one day. I've had 10 days. I didn't, I just didn't know if that was like, I hit you yesterday with six of one, half dozen of the other. And you're I, the blankness that went on your face. Like I, I just, you know, to explain to you the Pythagorean theorem and you've never heard it before. You went to a level of blankness. Every time was... you say that, it just sounds, it sounds, I'm going to tell this, what it, that's what that saying sounds like this to me. Football, acreage, Oregon, Tucson, Lamaz. Like it just sounds like nothing. They're just like words thrown together that mean nothing. Except they mean a very specific thing. Say it again. Six of one. Don't say it slow. That's, that's, that's not fair. Say it the way you would normally say it. Six of one, half dozen of the other. Well, that sounded better than the first time, but it just sounds like gibberish to me. I mean, I, I did. I looked. It's at, the same way I, of saying I, the same thing. I, I looked at you, and then I closed my eyes really, really tight, and then I opened them back up just to be like, "Am I? Is this real, or is this? Am I plugged into the sim?" Um, yeah. Anyway. So you banged your toe on, up on this. Oh, we dipped our toe into the pool of Abbott Elementary, which I think that's a perfect show for nights where we've had like really long days and we like want to put him to bed at a certain time, but we're, you know, not getting to bed until like nine and, you know, we're just kind of dragging ourselves into the bed. We had high hopes of what the evening would entail, but we have nothing left. And that's a great show to just like, it's very soothing because some of the some of the other stuff we watch is a little bit more intense a little bit more emotional a little bit more riveting read um the what was the cult show oh twin flames twin flames twin flames we put ourselves to bed to that yeah which sometimes i have the bandwidth for but sometimes i'm like i need something that is and abbott elementary is like perfect for that because it's so sweet and funny and reminiscent of you know, the office and, you know. so I was talking to somebody else about this. Do you know, like, what was, where did Quinta Brunson come from? Like, like she just feels like it came from nowhere. And she's this tour de force that created this. So I, I can't speak to her whole origin story, but I know she was on, and I think wrote for black lady sketch show that was on HBO. Okay. That is very, very funny. If no one's ever checked that out. Um, and so I think that was, Let's see. Should we back check that. Yeah, I think. Well, I know I'm she sure. was. On, I know she was on that. Don't <laughs> excuse me. Um, Quinta, Quinta, Quinta. Who were you talking to about this? 
think I was talking to no, I was talking to Guy about this. Okay. So she's been on a fair amount of TV shows. It looks like she did. Oh, she had her own show, Quinta versus Everything, that was on. It doesn't say what it was on, but it looks funny. Yeah, it doesn't say what it was on. So she had her own show, and then she was on New Girl for an episode. She was on a couple of episodes of Single Parents. She's on a couple episodes of Big Mouth, but then she was in seven episodes of a Black Lady sketch show. And then <clears throat> that was around the time that um, Abbott started a couple of years later. So, yeah, in terms of newsletters, the mm-hmm. week before last, I wrote about um, how. Ago. I know it feels like forever ago. About how the things that make me melt down mm-hmm. are very like as my mom would say ADLs activities of daily living (laughs) and the the places where I am cool as a cucumber is in crisis or in absolute rest right hold me up at gunpoint yeah cool I got this yes literally or rest I'm great at rest but I am not good at being 15 minutes late cooking and talking like parenting and really doing anything else I feel like I can do parenting very well, but you throw anything else in in the mix. If there's any other responsibilities, including including but not limited to, is that our heat going on? Yeah. Okay. Can you turn it down to sixty five? It is. That's another thing. I guess people might have comments about this. We keep our home at sixty five degrees. Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. Tell us what you think. I like it to be cold. Noticeably, or notably, our. Um, my mother and father-in-law. Thank you for correcting that. Keeping keep their home in the summer at eighty degrees. <laughs> I don't know. And what they then in the have. winter at fifty-five degrees. Yeah, well, and they always say when they come here in the summer and we have like the AC on, they're like, "Oh my god, it's so cold in here!" Like you guys just love it, like so cold. And I'm like, "You motherfuckers are acting like it's because it's cold. You're trying to save money. Like that yeah. is it, it, you. Yes, they keep their house." Freezing in the winter, which is like great. Maybe they're saving energy. Maybe they're saving money. I don't know. But they act like we are just like uh, out of our minds in the summer. Yet in the winter, they keep. Although I don't know how cold it gets where they are now. I'm not even going to mm, say where. I, they I are mean, now. it gets. It gets. You know, not as see. cold as some places. Do you want to <clears> guess <throat> how cold it is there right now? Thirty-two. Oh wow! Really. That is one of my, uh, I think. 35. I think because of my, my upbringing, one of my, my guilty pleasures is in the summer. The AC. AC up and windows down. Like in the house or in the car? In the car. For sure. And I think a lot of people feel that way. Cranking it. It's probably, you know, it's not the best thing for the environment in so many ways, but. Man, it feels good because yeah. it was such a we either 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 we're gonna have windows down or we're gonna have the AC on. Right, 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 right. So anyway, yeah, I talked about that last week, and then this week I talked about my besties, best of, best books, best TV, best movies, not best, my favorites because mm. I'm not a critic, but my favorites, the things that I loved. Was there anything I saw that you allegedly read it? Um, <clears throat> did anything jump out at you about it? 
Yeah. <clears throat> um, did you very... actually read it? It's, it was a long one. Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, yeah, I just don't read. I'm just... Like, I don't do any reading. I'm just like, oh, what book's it? Oh, I don't know if I read a book in 2023. I didn't, I don't think I read a book. <laughs> I started <clears throat> multiple books. I pre- I'm pretty sure I didn't read a book. Hmm. And yeah, I, think that's I guess, true. what does that mean about? I read, a, I read every single article that exists <laughs> about the Detroit Lions. Every every written word that was written by anyone anywhere, I read that. Yeah. Um, and every I'm, spoken word. He listens to local talk show radio about the Lions as well. Yeah. I mean, I consumed as, as much content as all the books that you read. I think I may have doubled that in... Well, those are just those are just my favorite books of the other. Those are not the only. I, read, I know. Oh, yeah, I read like. Yeah, oh, is this is this brag time? Is this humble brag time? Uh, well, it seems like you're bragging about all the lines. Kind no, of I am not. I said that is not a brag. That is okay. a. I read an article, and I've, I've said this to you before, before the season started, that just followed Jamison Williams around the field and gave a minute by minute of every single thing he did, and I read all of the minutes. Do you know how long the practices are? Hours. And I read about what he did every single minute. So if we're just, just like, I'm not judging. I'm actually curious. Yeah. I'm not judging at all. Um, There's lots of things I'm obsessed with that people probably think are silly. And so it's not a judgment. I'm just really curious for you. Do you have a sense of what it is for you? What does it do for you? Like Hope. Creates hope. It's, um, okay, like hope that they'll win. Like, can you yeah. can you like maybe more than one word answer would be it's, helpful here? Yeah, it's like elaborate. Yeah, I mean it's it's creating it, it's fulfilling a narrative. It, it's like a <clears throat> and I don't want to alienate part of our audience because it's a big part, but you know our Trumpers out there that clearly <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> They probably look for it thinking it's something completely different than it is and then have become hooked. But, I mean, for you guys, it's like, you know, you scour the Internet for evidence that, um, you know, Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden um, eat children in pizza shops. And you look for every single thing that establishes that Can that is Can you come up with true. a better? I don't know that there is a better. That, I, I think that that is 100%. I'm just scouring but, but, okay, for... But, but listen, but listen. Okay, let's say they're already winning. It's no longer like... Let's say they go to the Super Bowl. Let's say they win the Super Bowl. Then what? I die. <laughs> oh, my God. We, we walked past a house today, and they had flags up. And Archie goes, oh, that's Dada's team. And I said, no, that's an American flag. <laughs> and, and I was like, no, Dada's flag has a lion on it. And he's like, why? And I explained like what mascots are. And, and he kept being like, why? And I was like, honey, it, there's never going to be a good enough answer for you. Like We dropped you off so you could go watch the game a couple weekends ago. And he saw a big TV outside. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's where Dada's going to watch. And... And he goes, 
he's not going to play? And I said, no, he's just watching people play. And he's like, but why? Mm. Man. Just <laughs> a toddler reflecting back your life and but, how much time you but, spent on something. But why? But why? There's no why. There's just because. There's just what is. Yeah, this is. Okay. So I'm going to be honest. That's not exactly what I was hoping would be behind that. What were you hoping would be behind that? Um, like, um, watching men express intimacy towards each other, a sense <clears throat> of family, a sense of perseverance. Um, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I think there is, like, a sense of belonging, okay. you know? Okay. I've supported this team my whole life uh-huh. it's kind of like when you, you know you watch welcome to Wrexham and you see all these mm-hmm. people who have been lifelong Wrexham fans and like finally this team is like gaining support and momentum and and you know people are seeing this thing mm-hmm. that is uh indescribable that is like okay yeah this is whoa like low-key I've been doing this for forever and now huh, here we are, you know, it's like, it's no longer mid. It's like, okay. So I get that, but like the level of, like you said, like you have foregone your individual suites to go to the fantasy suite. You have foregone reading books for an entire calendar year in lieu of, I mean, I've, I've started some books. Correct. Okay, you've you've foregone completing you. a book. Thank you. This year, mm-hmm. and chosen. It's voracious. It's it's like there's nothing. Yeah, like, like when I wake up at five thirty. No, no. To six thirty. Do you know what I'm doing out here? No. I just like. Like I make coffee and then I'm. I do Wordle and I do connections, mm-hmm. and then. I'm just reading the Lions content for an hour every single morning. I saw a really good YouTube short about this. There's this guy who does, he's not a therapist, but he's like read a bunch of stuff, I guess. And he does these little skits and he has one between, um, he, he plays both parts in a heterosexual relationship of like a husband and a wife and they're going back and forth about stuff and, and the husband's like, I don't know how you expect me to remember all this. Like, why can't you just tell me what to do? And she's like, you know every single stat about your favorite sports team, and you can't remember how this family functions? Like, fuck off. Um, yeah. So some of that. <laughs> okay. Whatever that guy's talking about, it's that. Sure. Do I know that Jameer Gibbs currently has 915 rushing yards on the season? Yes. Do I know that David Montgomery has 967 yards on the season currently? Yes, I know those things, okay? Okay. But I also know my child's full name. (laughs) Yeah, do you know, like, when the schools close this year, do you know that, like, Archie needs more vaccines, you know, all these things? Yes, no. I would say. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> um, 
just like looks like look at him in there right now. It's scary. Right? He's just still. It's weird, it's almost like his eyes are open. I know. Wait, his eyes were open. Now he's smiling. Are you serious? Yeah. Like <laughs> Oh, you're gonna turn on the sound. Don't do it. I'm not. Oh, there we go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't feel good about tonight. Um. Well. Okay, that was really scary. Um. What were we talking about? Oh, football. Um. Anyway, okay. Anyway, so, 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 so I didn't read any books. So all okay. of your book. Oh, I did, but I did read. Oh, I guess I did read one book. I think I did that this year. Crying in H Mart. Yeah, I think mm. that was this year. I think you finished it this year. But whatever. Okay. All right. No, so you. I did that book. You did that crazy. before you even. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, I wasn't making. It. I told you to read it. I wasn't mm. making it a competition. Okay, <clears throat> but that was a very good book and. He's a very good writer and mm-hmm. a good musician, and um, it's a great story about family and, you know, how we value family and, I think, dismiss family mm-hmm. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I, I thought she did a really good job of being brutally honest about, like, the things that were really hard and the way she felt and... Mm-hmm. You know, the thing, and it was actually really a bummer to read some of the reviews of people being like, she was selfish. And it's like, no, she's a person with real, fully fleshed out feelings. She's not a fucking robot. And mm-hmm. like, um, and I don't think that she's ever like saying, yeah, I was I, right. I, I'm a saint. I was, she wasn't right. indignant about, I think she was very honest about, like, this is my story. I felt horrible the way that I. <laughs> sometimes interacted with my mom. I felt Mm -hmm. this. And also, my mom was kind of horrible to me Mm -hmm. and made Mm -hmm. me said things that caused me a lifetime of trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but that was, that. so I did read, there was a small overlap. I know. That was impressive. And you read that pretty fast, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So you read that book. Anything Mm -hmm. else? Oh, yeah. I didn't read any of those other ones. Uh, okay, but did you any other notes from my newsletter? <laughs> oh, other than yeah, most of them didn't come out in twenty twenty three. Okay, um, but I did. There was one. Yeah, I like you. I I definitely need to watch Barbie again because I feel like I was like laughing so much and so like in awe of, of, colors, of things. Yeah. Like I. I I think I, a lot of it um, flew right by me. I didn't. Um, yeah. I really want to watch that again. Yeah, I mean, and just it, every episode of The Bear should individually be up for uh, an Emmy. I was surprised that you had Fleischman is in trouble on there. I, I thought it was really, really good mm-hmm. as well, but I didn't. I didn't realize that that would be a 
top of your list type deal. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I thought it was really... I don't remember all the details of it, but I remember wanting to keep watching it, like feeling like it was very binge-worthy, but it was like really intense and really... Again, it felt like very unflinching. Like I, I felt like I liked a lot of things this year that were raw messy and mm-hmm. felt very lived in um and and the thing that i liked about that one it almost reminded me a little bit of um what was that show called uh, the affair on showtime which mm-hmm. i loved that show where it showed at least in the beginning every episode would be from at least two different people's perspective. And sometimes it would be the same scenes. And so it'd show like the first 30 minutes would be from one person's perspective. And then, and you can just see how differently people experience the same moment. And with Fleischman's, you see from Toby's perspective, Justin Eisenberg's character for a lot of it. And then, at the very end, you see more from Claire Dane's perspective. And I could tell that it was going to kind of go the way that it did, but it was, I think, very validating. There was lots of stuff about postpartum that was really affecting for me. And Claire Dane's is just like, she's a powerhouse. And she plays like, pretty on the surface kind of unlikable characters which I love because people can be unlikable and women can be unlikable and be absolutely valid and yeah almost exclusively those are the characters she seems to play right right but she's so yeah I just think she's incredible and Lizzie Kaplan's good in it, and um, Jesse Eisenberg is always, you know, excellent at playing that character. And so yeah, as I wrote about it, it's not like it was very affecting. And as my article was called this week, Born on a Feeling, it, feelings it brought up lots of feelings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I just um, I enjoyed it while we were watching it, but I forgot about it. I also do want to um, see if we can nail down the number of people on this hall pass list because mm. it just seems like it's getting it's getting pretty long, and I think the, the longer it gets, the the greater the likelihood that it will. What are you concerned about? Well, I'm just I, I just <laughs> want to know. I mean, the hall pass is there to be used. It's not there to like create people. You know that you're. I mean, it's not speculative. Well, it's supposed to be, as you even you know noted, it's <clears throat> someone's getting booted from your hall pass. Like there has the hall pass has to be a you know a specified. Well, I I have said to you that I think anybody famous is what you've said to me. No, I think if I if I am in a situation with. Someone known, okay, that A, that's a huge hurdle, okay, two, that I would be attracted to this person, and three, that they would be attracted to me. If all three of those conditions are present, I I just feel like that's an opportunity that once in a lifetime, you know, like, not like winning the lottery, but something like that, where it's like all the 
variables come together and you have a perfect alignment. It's like an eclipse, you know, like I just think I just, yeah, I, I do. I just think those three variables put together is not going to happen in my lifetime. And if it does buy a lottery ticket, <laughs> but the only thing different between that, <clears throat> like, I mean, it's, it's anybody fame, like any level of, there are varying degrees of fame. I have never been fame. in a room with another famous person. Yeah. Okay. But there's varying degrees another. of. I'm not a famous person. A <laughs> famous person. I mean, you do have this newsletter. Um, right. Um, uh, you know, like there's, there's, I think you said, I think you uh, think I'm saying I should be able to like sleep with anyone. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if those three conditions are present, if they have, have an IMDB, let's say that. <laughs> How about a SAG card? <laughs> I just, I, but do you see what I'm saying? I'm just saying. But you can have a SAG, you've been in one commercial once. No, in order to maintain, you have to do a certain amount of work every year. So a current SAG card. Mm -hmm. So they could have just done a commercial this year. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's just a commercial. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, and again, again, it's not. I, I'm not looking for a pass. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I mean, to get the pass, though, it's it should be like, look, this is this is sort of. Like you said, one of those once that part is accurate, sort of this this these wild set of circumstances have right. aligned, but it's it's more not just random blank space famous person who like, oh yeah, I do like think you're attractive, oh, huh, we're having a conversation that seems to be flowing, hmm, okay, this is. Wow, this is unexpected. Okay. And then, you know, that is not like, ding, a whole pass. Like, the whole pass is, is like, I had a poster of you up on my wall. I wrote I your just, name I just, in a... I fundamentally disagree with that. I, I like my version better. Sure. <laughs> and I don't even really want to sleep with anyone else. But, like, I would like to kiss... If I'm in a room with somebody that I find attractive, that but again, like these famous people are not going to be attracted to me. Like the very, I'm this this the statistic probability of those three things happening is so low. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that you wouldn't be supportive of that for me. Yeah, a once a once in a lifetime opportunity passes by in front of me. Why is why does just the fact that the person is famous make that a once in a lifetime opportunity? Like because not even someone that you want to be with. It's just right. you're just like no. you're you're famous. Like because these are people that you watch on screen and fall in love with and have a one way relationship with, and now yes. you have an opportunity to have a two way relationship with. Yes, the people that you've watched on screen and fallen in love with. What you're saying is that aspect doesn't matter. Mm. You're like you're like no, oh. no, 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 honey. It's just that I've fallen in love with so many people. It's not five. It's not ten. It's not twenty. It's not fifty. It's hundreds of people that I have watched growing up and throughout my life. I I can't believe that you you can't. 
I'm not saying I'm actually going to act on this. I just, I can't believe you can't even entertain the thought. Yeah, I can entertain the thought. And, and I think there's a difference between using the, the phrase whole pass. Uh-huh. It has come to mean like, oh, you get, you know, this is your whole pass. Uh-huh. This person. No one, no it. one has ever used their whole pass. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just kind of a fantastical thing. So you're taking the fantasy out of it and you're going to the practical and saying, practically speaking, if these things ever happen, <laughs> this may happen and you can't fault me. And I never said you can't fault me. I'm just saying, like... You're going to do what you what you want to do. And if that is what happens in that situation, it's it's what happens. But what I am saying is, like, a whole pass is like a... Yes, I understand. Right, 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 right. right. When you get a hall pass in school, it's not a pass to go sit in the principal's chair and, like, make announcements. It's a pass to go to the bathroom or go to your locker. Mm. And you're saying that I'm turning it into going to the principal's office and making... You're right. You're just, like, you're peeing in lockers. You are (laughs) doing whatever you want to do, breaking windows, you know... Ripping yeah. banners down. You're doing whatever you want to do with that whole pass. So that's, well, that's Lou, all. The, the long and the short of it is that Lewis Pullman from Lessons in Chemistry, a.k.a. Bill Pullman's son, is on my list. Okay. So. And you ain't checking it twice. You're famous. That's all I got to check. No, famous. I'm attracted <laughs> to them. They're attracted to me. There's three things on the fucking list. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I'd like the honorable mention of jury duty. Um, films, no hard feelings. I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Surprised that it's... Uh, you only have three or four, three movies. Uh-huh. I said in the disclaimer, I said in the paragraph before that I didn't see many movies that year. Mm-hmm. I, I read through every movie that was released this year and picked the ones that popped out to me. Okay. And I, I really, really thought that was funny and sweet. And there were a couple of lines that really got me. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't, I just, I, yeah, I don't think that we consumed as many movies as we normally do. Yeah, Correct. Mm-hmm. Everything, everywhere, all at once is on Prime now, so we can finally see that movie two years later. Yeah, I've been waiting on that guy. And okay, was that it for the newsletter? I think so. Okay, do you have any non-newsletter notes? Um, non-newsletter, no. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, I have a couple. Wait, mommy. I was at IKEA with Archie. Great place to take a young child if anyone needs they run around and play house in all the different rooms we blew like three hours there over break and i saw someone walk by and i just knew that this person was a pe coach do you know what i'm talking about they have a walk whistle no whistle but the way they were they were leaning forward you know people walk like walk leaning forward mm-hmm. i was like i just know this person was like either a pe teacher or, like, a high school or, like, junior high coach. Do you know that look? Yeah. It's kind of, like, tight quads, kind of, like, s- slowing scoliosis. Windbreaker. In the back. And they kind of bounce walk. 
Mm-hmm. I was just like, I know this person. Yeah. Um, and he was like an older guy, so he's probably maybe retired. But like, I was like, I know your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was just a question I had for you. If you like, could see someone walk, could spot a PE coach, PE teacher. Yeah, there's just like a vibe. Mm-hmm. In the same ilk, I have another question. I asked you this at dinner the other night, and I said, let's save it for the pod. Can you tell if a pizza is good by looking at it? Uh, yeah. Um, I feel like I can, but I feel like it's it's subjective. You know, like the way the pizza that I look at and think will taste good may not be the pizza that you look at and think that tastes That's good. That's true. That's true. Because like the pizza we had that night, the reason why I brought that up is because it didn't look good. Mm-hmm. But I thought to it, you, because that's oh, the style of pizza. Did that, you think it looked good? I thought it looked good. Oh, huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why didn't it look good to me? <laughs> you should answer that. Well, you seems like you were. You, well, you said it didn't. I, I thought it looked good. I mean, you said it didn't look good. And you said, but that's not the kind of pizza you like. What do you mean by that? It's like a, a pan pizza. Mm. Not. You're not really a pan pizza person. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Um, well, we'd love to know what you guys think. And... You know, there's a guy that's been made very famous about this whole thing. You know, about looking at pizzas? Yeah, looking at pizzas. You're looking at me? You're looking at pizzas? <laughs> What's the story? Um, yeah, Dave Portnoy, who... Portnoy. He started... Um, uh, Barstool Sports. One of the famous things that they had, and he'd have pizza reviews, and he goes outside places, and he takes a pizza, and he bites a slice of pizza, and, you know, he reviews it a lot of times based on one bite, one bite reviews. Huh. That's like the look, the feel. Okay. Yeah. He claims that he won a $1 million bet last night he about did. the Michigan game. He did. Cool. Yeah. Um. All right. And then... So I thought one thing that could be interesting to talk about, um, we don't have to do it tonight, but we're only at 45 minutes, was talking about a little bit what we learned from our session with the behavioral health specialist for Archie. I thought there were some good takeaways from that. Yeah, I mean, you were... On it. On it. I wasn't... Yeah. But I thought she gave a lot of really good tips about some things that I just needed to hear and I don't know if other people needed to hear this as well and it's like stuff that I know but so we met with her for a complication what would you call it a challenge we're having and our son is four and we met with her once before and this was a couple months ago and then we met with her, met with her again but it was basically just me because John had to be with Archie but she said a couple of things that were really helpful to me, which was one was in moments when your kid is like saying or doing something that is that you feel needs correcting or needs uh, like you need to jump in and fix like I was asking about like well what if I see him seeming to feel shame about something she's like well what do you typically do 
And I launched into this whole thing of like, oh, honey, you don't need to feel shame about that. Like, it's totally okay. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And she's like, yeah, you don't need to do any of that. She's like, you're kind of, there's too much urgency. You're actually demonstrating the exact opposite of what you're trying to communicate. And I was like, oh, right, right. Of like, she was like, yeah, what if you just took a breath and went like, hmm, yeah, I don't know. It seems like you're feeling upset about that or it seems like you don't want me to, you know, look at you right now, right? Like, because a lot of shame behaviors are like hiding or like, no, I don't like, don't talk to me or I don't want to talk about that. And, you know, I think for some people your instinct can be to kind of like lean in and kind of like dig. And she was saying like, yeah, I would just, because he said something recently, he's like starting to get into like gender politics at four (laughs) and being like, well, girls do this and boys do that, which is like, I have to be honest, like very heartbreaking for me. And I want to be like, that's not true. (laughs) And, and using this skill of just being like, hmm, I don't know about that. You're saying only girls do that or only boys or this is just for boys or huh and just kind of just doing that mm-hmm. and oh god did that feel good to hear yeah. <laughs> and or even moments when like you know really if the child is like yelling at you or snapping at you and like instead of like being so quick to respond like just being like huh it seems like you really don't want to do that right now or huh seems like you think that food like if she was used food as an example like if they're like oh that's gross instead of being like no it's not or you you like that you you, you like that you ate that yesterday being like oh huh interesting seems like you don't want to eat that today um it just felt so good and nice to hear so i wanted to share that with people because it felt really relieving for me and Basically, the whole conversation I left with being like, you're doing too much. Just, like, don't do so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then this is kind of an interesting thing that's been happening with him that I think I feel more comfortable sharing, which is that he says I love you a lot. And you might be thinking, listener, like, well, that's a, what's the problem with that? But it's, like, a lot. I would mm-hmm. say, like, 200 times a day. Yeah. Um, is that the right math? I mean, yeah, it's a lot. It's several times an hour. (laughs) And I was asking her, like, I'm sure it's like a little bit of anxiety and, you know, just like a little bit of settling and just needing some grounding. And she's like, yeah, you know, you you don't need to unpack it. (laughs) You don't need to ask him if he's feeling okay, to your point earlier. She's like, you can just say it back. And then she's like, I would just add a little bit of like physical comfort of like a little snuggle or, you know, you can add on to it a little bit. I was worried that it was like, um, that if I just said I love you back every time, that it would create kind of like, um, not a dependence or an association, but just like, I didn't want to make the anxiety worse and that like he would only feel okay if, I don't know, I had some thing in my head of like, are we making this worse by just like saying it back? Um, mm. I don't know how you felt about it. Yeah, no, I mean, I kind of feel like, and I'd use this, I don't know, I mentioned this um, 
kind of analogy to you before, and was it about this? Or am I just, this is my go-to analogy, but I was like, it's kind of like, you know, how whales use... Oh, you definitely didn't say this to me. No? Okay. You know, whales use, like, sonar. Like, oh, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then, you know, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. things bounce back. It's kind oh, of like, really I feel like there is a bit of that, like, you know, uh-huh. he's sort of, it's his sort of emotional sonar to be like... You know, just making sure we're still connected and we're still good. Are we still good? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's really sweet. You did say that. I don't think I was really listening. I just heard Whoops. it for the first time. Yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah. It's our... So I, that's the way I kind of just viewed it. It's, you know, he's just. Like, are we good? I'm good. Are we connected? Are we. Mm-hmm. Which is so, like, I love that he feels safe enough to do that with us, but like. That's a, an important thing for us all to remember is that, like, kids are constantly wondering, like, do you still love me? And that's, like, really fucking sad. Yeah. Um, and I guess adults feel that way, too, but I don't think to the same extent. You would have been hardened to yeah. be, like, <laughs> yeah. you oh. probably don't unless I see a sliver of <laughs> weight. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it was so sweet. Anyway, it was, like, a really... This is just a reminder to anyone that if you have mental health benefits and they're using them for yourself, it's a new year, like using them for yourself or like, I cannot, I don't know if you feel this way, but like, I cannot recommend enough meeting with a behavioral health specialist or child psychologist as parents for your kid. Like, I know you only went to one, but it's like, I just can't. It, it feels so reassuring to be like, yes, we're like doing the thing that yeah. has been shown by research and science. And, you know, it just feels, I can't tell you how reassured I felt after. Yeah. I mean, it's like the, for a, in a parent's life, it's probably one of the most commanding responsibilities in your life. Um, but you spend more, a lot of people spend more time researching how their vacuum or their car works than, or how the Detroit lions work, how the Detroit lions work Uh full circle moment Uh than how the child works. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it, yeah. And she also said that he's at a particular age. It was a good reminder of the Erickson's lifespan development theory, which is like every stage of development. And when you're young, there's lots of them like bam, 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 bam. The stage we're in now, I think it's like 20 years. But when you're young, it's like every 18 months when you're really, really young. And for him, she was saying it's like, shame and guilt versus initiative and so you know we really want to do everything we can to not induce every any shame and really try to do as much as we can to encourage initiation and you know like right now he could dress himself but some days he really doesn't want to and she was basically saying like daisy doesn't want to no big deal. You help him out. Days when he wants to, you really encourage and lean into it. But you don't say like, well, you can put on your clothes. Just put on your clothes. Or like big boys put on their clothes. Like, why can't you just do that? She's like, 
Yeah. There's going to be days where he really wants to, and you, like, lean the fuck in on those days. Days when he doesn't want to, you help him out. Like, it's fine. And I was like, oh, God. Thank you. Yeah. I needed to hear that. But I don't need to be, like, with the fucking military, you know? Yeah. Um, going to do a quick audio check. Oh, great. Thanks. And then... Yeah, so that was. I thought that would be helpful to chat about a little bit. And on, I just had to mention this because on there's been so many overlaps with us and my favorite podcast. Nobody's listening, right? And last week they were talking about something, and Coles came up, and the husband said, "What is Coles?" I was like, oh, "I'd love to live in a life where I've never experienced a Coles." I know. He's from St. Louis. I was like, not from, but he lived in St. Louis. Maybe there's not Coles in St. Louis. I think there's Coles everywhere. Coles Cash. But it might might be like some, called something different there. You know how they... Mm. I don't think Coles has different... It's not like Kroger. Anyway, just had to mention that. And then we talked about this briefly. Cocoa Melon, Fireman Sam, and Dora. We're talking about the worst kids TV shows um, I think those are the worst ones. Coco Bellin, Fireman Sam. New Fireman Sam. New Fireman Sam. Old Fireman Sam, you think, slaps. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, when I can't. Yo, when ding, the, fi- the, the new Fireman Sam is like really insufferable. Mm-hmm. Um, Coco Do- Melon, you don't like. Coco Melon, I can handle a little bit better than that. You think Coco Melon's the worst, right? It's just like I'm watching like like the Macy's Day Parade yes, that's of true. like, and they're just let's sing a song, and it's all in the same key of whatever um, that row 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 your boat. But it's all in the same yes. key of the exact same fucking song, and they're singing different things, and I'm just like you can't do it. Yeah, can't do it. Okay, can't do it. Okay. Um, are those the worst ones for you? Coco Melon. Were you rated him the other day? Was Coco Melon the worst? Yeah, Coco Melon was the worst. Fireman Sam. And, and then, then Dora. Dora. You haven't had to watch much Dora. I, think. I haven't. I think you would change yeah. that. There's so much repeating. Um, I was... Um, I don't know if I can do it again. I was impressing myself yesterday with my... Um, Paw Patrol mare voice. Oh. Mare. Humdinger? Humdinger. Okay. That's a real humdinger. That's pretty good. Come on, kitties. They deserve to be a golden statue, too. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. <clears throat> and this is just a reminder to you that throughout the week, it might be helpful if you, like, wrote down stories you wanted to tell on here. Because we had a real lapse. Well, I just, it's its a lot of me prompting. A lot of you prompting? I think I prompted a lot. I think I prompted a lot about reading. I think I prompted a lot about Arithmetic? <laughs> I think I prompted a lot about um, movie questions, TV show questions. Mm-hmm. I think when you listen back to this, you're going to be like, Wow, you did he amazing. did so much I know, prompting. but you never, you don't put down like things you notice like throughout the week which I think would be funny to hear your little anecdotes throughout but you don't have to since this is the night before Christmas. Archie goes back to school after a 10 day break well 
not counting. Okay, yeah, hands. he might be sick. He might stay home again. What's one more day, truly? Um, how do you feel like we did? I think big success. Yeah. I mean, at least from this side of the counter. Yeah. From your side of the counter, you may think something different because you put in way more labor to make this happen than I did, but um, which I thank you for. Yeah. How, um, but regardless, how did you, you felt like it went well? Yeah. Did you have a nice time? I did. Okay. It seems like you had less post-Christmas blues than usual. Yeah. What's the deal there, huh? Hmm. That's a real dinger. Is it because the, maybe it's because the lions kept you afloat, <laughs> honestly. Maybe it is. <laughs> Riding a lion's high. Yeah, because you knew you had a game to look forward to, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved our New Year's tradition. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And no, I think it started off scary. I was a little freaked out by the first couple days because I was like really struggling, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, and but then it kind of got better. And I think the meeting with the behavioral health specialist helped. I think getting through Christmas also just like it's a lot of anticipation that doesn't often lead to much for me. Um, and I guess I'm now I'm looking back at it and thinking like, I think a lot of it was that session. And then I think we did a really good job of staying connected and talking and leaning on each other more. Like Mm -hmm. when we were struggling and needed help. Um, Yeah, I don't know what I would attribute to it being better. Oh, we got in a fight right before. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, I think I that helped. What, I thought that's what you were talking about when you said right in the beginning. Right in the beginning. No, I was talking about him putting me in a headlock, and then mm, that day yeah. that day we had people over. That day, remember the, the night we did Christmas Eve... Remember that was a cra- he was like in a place that day. Remember, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, that's what it is. We got in a big fight before all of that. So that's what we need to do. Oh, we had a good, really good repair, mm-hmm. and I think it, that is kind of it. That is kind of the trick. Is like maybe not getting in a fight, but like really making sure you're on the same page before it all starts. And I think I can't even remember when we repaired. It was kind of. Um, it was like the day, the day, the day that Friday, Friday. that Friday. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Because then we went to the party. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I think would be an interesting fight to talk about at some point, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of about me. I fall apart in different ways than you do, and when I fall apart. And shut down a little bit, or not shut down, say I, I'm overwhelmed, you have a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. And we had a pretty good fight about that, and then took some time. But it was like a doozy of, it was like several days, mm-hmm. and we weren't like Because the first thing happened on one day. Uh-huh. It was the next night. Yes. We had another fight about that. Yes. Wednesday night it happened. Thursday night we tried to talk about it. And then Friday we kind of got some traction. Yeah. 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 Um, 
but that's what helped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can still feel the dividends of it today, you yeah, know, two, too. almost two full weeks later. Yeah. So happy new year, y'all. 2020, 2024. 2024. 2024. Um, Paris Summer Olympics coming up. Paris Summer Olympics. About it. Wow. Leap year. It's a leap year. Leap year. Lots of things. It could be. Could be the one. So, if you enjoyed listening to us, and I want to say thank you to the few people that have rated. In the last couple of weeks, we definitely appreciate you. And if you want to leave us a review, that would mean mean a lot to us. And we just appreciate you listening either way. And this is a really helpful thing for us to do every week for us, for our marriage. And we hope that it's enjoyable and maybe educational for you. (laughs) Who knows? Either way, we hope we made you laugh and feel connected and... We're excited to see what this year will bring, and we'll see you again next week. Next week it is. Pull up a stool. Handshake. Handshake? Yeah, just a handshake. We'll shake on it next week. I don't... Why, we'll what, 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 right is, what is this character? This is the guy that shakes on it and is a man of his word. We'll see you next week. Good night and good luck. I wanted to do something cute of like therapist and lawyer walk into a bar, like pull up a chair, like pull up a stool, like make it two bartender. <laughs> straight up, straight up now. Tell me, do you really want to make the app? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, sing this out. Okay, see Booch. you later, Booch. All right, Archie. So tell me, how was your day? Good, 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 good. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Quick disclaimer. The information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not provide any professional or medical advice. Anything written or spoken should not be a replacement for medical, clinical, professional advice, diagnosis, or medical intervention. If you take any action as a result of what you consume on this podcast, this is based solely on your decision, and this podcast cannot be held liable for the consequences of any action or inaction. By consuming this podcast, you agree that there have been no guarantees made about the results of taking any action, whether recommended or not. This podcast provides educational and informational resources that are intended to help readers and listeners thrive in their lives. You nevertheless acknowledge that your ultimate success or failure will be the result of your own efforts, circumstances, and the innumerable factors beyond the control and scope of this newsletter and podcast. Accessing and otherwise utilizing this podcast does not create a therapist-client relationship. Nothing in dialoguing is meant to be a replacement for the services provided by a trained mental health or medical provider.